0: thought was just amazing footage how about that
1: so we're going to talk about the amazing footage amazing
0: storytelling and graphics
1: on what movie go ahead and tell me what movie
0: the llamageddon one that we watched
1: because we watched llamageddon this afternoon we did you've made it to the chaise lounge thank oh. you for joining us for another week
0: <laughs> you always turn that on without me knowing
1: because <laughs> i like i like catching you like mid-sentence because it, <laughs> it it's more natural it's more like okay 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 and i apologize i'm gonna apologize in advance because you may hear a uh, squeaky toy uh going off frequently throughout the podcast because we took ditto to the um to petco today and allowed him to pick out his own baby toys and he picked out two babies for himself and dad picked out a third one for him and he carried the baby up to the register because he didn't want to let it go and then we paid for it and he got in the car and I shit you not people this dog had the biggest smile on his face like, I, like I've like i never seen it like it was a legitimate smile he smiled the whole way home because he had these babies that he can play with.
0: He knows that you're hiding them under the blanket, so he's doing his best to find them.
1: I know, but they squeak and they're very, very loud. So we've we've got them hidden. So maybe, you know, maybe we can get away from that. But
0: but we're going to take him to a dog park tomorrow. We got him some tennis balls to chase. We're going to take him and Tiny out to the dog park tomorrow.
1: So they should have a lot of fun. It's going to be a fun so they Memorial got some Day spot weekend. To run. We've had fun. This is Memorial Day weekend. It is Saturday. I don't even know May the twenty eighth. And yeah, yeah, your birthday is like two, two days. days, two days. But yeah, um, so we're gonna have lots of fun, and we have had lots of fun. Yeah, I mean, we went and,
0: uh, walking out by and some bike trails in the woods today.
1: And that was a lot of fun. We saw some deer's, yeah. and we and we saw a possum,
0: and a bunch of squirrels, and a very beautiful garter snake
1: yeah I wish I could have gotten a picture of it it was just moving
0: too water,
1: yeah and I got some pictures of the snakes in the water and some turtles And the deer were the coolest part though because Tom was like he was ahead of me probably I don't know 30-40 feet and I'm trying to take a picture of something else and then I hear him snapping he's like frantically snapping while trying to be as quiet as possible he's like trying to get my attention he's like come on come on over here over here and uh, there was two deer. I don't know, maybe thirty yards from us. Yeah. Uh, and and they were just and, and we didn't we didn't mess with them. We didn't scare them. We just kind of. I was doing my best to try to take pictures of them, but I, I don't think I got very many good pictures of them because they were hidden by the trees. But um, but we had a good day today, and we had a good day yesterday. We went down to the pool. This is the first weekend that the pool was open. Was so cold water. He was complaining it was not that cold. It was cold. It was not it, cold.
0: Damn sure it was.
1: You're just a wuss.
0: Well, call me a wuss, but that water was cold. You're a wuss.
1: <laughs> Hang on. Let's get this podcast started right. Man, me... I've already
0: started. I don't know what to You've already started. I
1: know. We're drinking some Jamaican Me Happies this weekend. But the main thing that we are going to talk about today is the movie that we watched.
0: No, that's not going to be the main thing. We're not.
1: Well, okay. So, well, one of the things we're, we're going to go talk about...
0: over it and that's going to be about it.
1: But, but we got to talk about some of the high points of this movie Because there were some, there were some really funny points in this movie and, and it wasn't funny because the movie intended to be funny It was funny because it was just so bad
0: But that's not the only movie we watched this weekend
1: That is not No, it's not And we do need to talk about the other one I watched a movie with you And I watched a movie without you And both of them were very, very good
0: So we watched two movies together, and then you watched another movie.
1: What two movies did we watch together? We watched Lamageddon and John Wick.
0: Yeah, that's two movies.
1: Okay, yeah, and I watched Dungeons & Dragons without you today. <laughs> but they were all good movies. Well, Lamageddon was not a good movie. <laughs> let me take that back. It was not a good okay, movie. Okay, let me
0: ask you this. While you were watching it, did you enjoy it? Because you there there was a lot of times when that we were laughing, and that kind of... Hints at the fact that we were having fun.
1: I didn't enjoy it because it was a good movie. I enjoyed it because it was a bad movie.
0: Yeah, it was so bad.
1: Not, okay, so it wasn't Plan 9 from Outer Space bad. And it wasn't Velocipaster bad. It was a completely different type of bad. I was actually kind of impressed with the production values of this movie. Let's let's go through it. Do you want to do like a quick little recap or Yeah,
0: I mean it just starts off you it's like a comic book drawing.
1: Yeah, it's a cartoon.
0: And you see these llamas in another planet loading up on their spaceships which were like little small
1: stock trailers.
0: Yeah, little small livestock trailers and that was their spaceships.
1: They had wings on them though, which me which made them a spaceship. Obviously. So the llamas blasted off from their planet and went out into space on these stock trailers. And that was the cartoon. And one of the one of the llamas gets to Earth.
0: Well, he crash landed on Earth because he hit ran into a
1: He ran into the ISS, the space station. Yeah. And there was, a, there was an astronaut that was outside, and it got hit by the stock trailer and you know, killed him. And then the thing, there was a big fireball that, that fell down to Earth, and it was a, clearly a horrible <laughs> FX fireball. Because we've gone from being a cartoon now to being, like, real life now. Yeah. So, um, so we're in real life. Um, <laughs> from this red stock trailer with uh, ten roofing for the wings, it was ten roofing. Did you notice that? Yes. That they used for the wigs. And it just been like bolted to the side of the stock trailer. <laughs> but this llama comes out of it. It's a red-eyed llama. It's got like like glowing red eyes. And it starts roaming around. And uh, you want to just like go skate ahead. through? Well, it, it ends up... I'm not going to go into like whatever goofy-ass backstory these two people had. But it ends up killing two people in their beds. And there's like blood everywhere. And the next thing that you see is the funerals for these people. Or you see the cemetery. And apparently there's two grandkids uh, who are, I don't know, early 20s? Maybe yeah. late teenagers, early 20s? Yeah. Um, a girl and a boy. They're being taken to these, these dead people's house to take over. And they mention that nobody knows how grandma and grandpa died. Uh, it was some escaped zoo animal that killed them. But that's all that they knew. And the mom is being like a total bitch about the whole situation. <laughs> the kids are looking forward to, uh, you know, being at the house because they're going to be alone. The, the older girl is like already in her head, like planning what party she's going to have. And the mom's like, don't have any parties. And she's like, whatever, I'm going to have parties. And and uh, the younger the younger of the two, the, the boy is like super timid and not wanting to talk and all this that stuff. He almost came
0: off as being autistic.
1: A little bit, a little bit. Uh, yeah but uh, but anyway so they get to the <laughs> they get to the um they get to the house and mom like forces them to go in and leaves them alone and so now they're at the house and um the girl spends this overly long montage and one thing you got to know about this movie is that every single scene that happens in this movie goes on for way too long like, every scene that they have in this movie got... What, what are you thinking? Like, five minutes too long?
0: Some of it, yeah.
1: It, it was insane. Um, this girl has a montage of her calling all of her friends to tell them to come over to have this epic party that she's going to have that night. And,
0: what about the one she was texting?
1: Well, we hadn't gotten to that part yet. Okay. So this is this is just a montage of her calling everybody that she knows... And you can tell she's like riffing and making up names because some of them are named like Zeus, and it's like no normal person is named Zeus. <laughs> this actress is just has just been told to riff, and so that's what she's doing. And uh, the uh, at, while she's making these phone calls, the the boy is like going through the house and being all nervous about making sure that everything is just right because they have to sell the house and we can't we can't mess it up. And so he's like he's got coasters for everybody, and it's just it's it's very silly. Um, so let's see. The production values on this movie are actually decent, but the acting is just horrible. Um, let's see, Floyd. Uh, the The girl's name is Mel, and the boy's name is Floyd. Um, let's see, they Floyd goes walking around the place to kind of see what's going on, and uh, the llama follows it around, follows him around, but he never sees the llama um, because that's not that part of the movie yet. And interspersed in between all of this, Mel is making way too many phone calls. Um, And then we go back to the stock trailer and you see some dudes in white lab coats with short sleeves for some reason who are examining the stock trailer. And it turns out that they're doctors because that makes total sense to send doctors out to a crime scene. And then a helicopter that looks like, was it built from a kit? Yeah. Like a kit helicopter lands and this dude gets out and says we've got to get this back to the lab and then like gets back in the helicopter all he said
0: was yep let's pack it up and then goes back in his helicopter and flies off like you flew all the way out there to say that dude seriously
1: and apparently these doctors um, who have uh, discovered this thing uh, find this plush egg
0: That's (laughs) a llama egg
1: (laughs) it's about the size of a basketball and apparently it's a llama egg um and then you see the word time-lapse over the screen <laughs> because this, this movie is goofy as hell. And then the next thing you see is we're back at the house and the kids are all there and they're, this is the most boring party of all fucking time. The kids are just kind of sitting around there. One of them is smoking a hookah. One of them is drinking some beer yeah, they're playing some beer on. pong. There's no music playing. This looks like the most boring fucking party of all freaking time. Okay, um, it's going on way too long. Floyd is freaking out because the house is getting messed up. Apparently, Mel has decided that she's going to get Floyd laid for some reason, and so she keeps going around trying to find some girl that'll 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 uh, be with him. And in the middle of all of this. There's a saxophone solo that I never could figure out.
0: Yeah, that was kind of odd.
1: So Mel is talking about getting her brother laid, and then all of a sudden you have this random saxophone solo, and she and another guy start dancing to the saxophone solo, and they dance for way too long.
0: And they're not dancing together. They're dancing kind of near each other. But it's this weird head back, swaying back and forth. The guys multiple times ran his, like through his head back and you would have thought he had this long flowing hair the way he would run his hand across his head like he was running his hand through his hair. But it was a black dude with like a short buzz cut. Yeah. So it was, that was kind
1: of weird. It was, the whole scene was very, very weird. And, and they're in this random hallway and there's nobody around. Anyway, it's just weird. And apparently this is going to be a teenage sex movie because the people playing beer pong, they're playing strip beer pong. And they keep making fun of each other when they lose clothes, which is not how you play strip beer, strip beer pong. You don't want to make fun of the person you're getting naked because then they'll stop getting naked. I mean, come on. That's like one of the cardinal rules of, of getting naked. You can't make fun of the person in front of you if you want to continue to get them naked.
0: That's how we always played the car, the, the, the drinking games.
1: Um, so th- here's where Make we up get up the
0: rules for the girls Gotta get naked as quick as possible
1: <laughs> Here's where we get to the part where Mel is texting her friend Sarah Who is coming over She's driving over And when Mel is texting You know how they show the bubbles on the screen of The, the text bubbles on the screen Right Neither girl looks at her phone Both <laughs> girls are looking at the text bubbles That are on the screen Like neither girl actually looks at her phone While she's texting
0: Yeah that was so odd
1: <laughs> That was so weird A weird choice Stop it, dog. Get him. He's looking for these babies again. Um...
0: (laughs) But this is the one of the first girls you see... That actually... You actually see the llama kill.
1: Yes. So, she gets stopped on the road by this red-eyed llama. The llama shoots lasers at her from his eyes and blows her up and the car up.
0: And there's a really long scene of her screaming.
1: Yeah. Again, way too long. Um so back at the party one of the kids has gone outside to pee the llama shows up he runs back inside and warns people that there's a weird red-eyed llama around they all laugh at him they're like no there's no llama you've been drinking too much yada 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 um they have all decided to drink beer as fast as they can yeah and you can hear the gulping like and it's just like it's like the most weirdest yeah And, and again that goes on for way too long Um, (laughs) the stoners keep trying to get the kid who saw the llama to smoke a little bit because they said this will make you see dancing llamas instead of red-eyed llamas. And, um, another kid has gone outside, one of the stoners has gone outside and he's smoking his, his weed and he sees the llama, which this llama is very nicely chained up to a post. (laughs) I don't know if you noticed that or not, but it had a chain on it to keep it by the post. (laughs) Because it's some dude's pet llama, <laughs> but they've got red eyes on it. But he goes out there and he's stoned enough that he offers the llama a hit off his his weed, you know, his his weed joint, joint, his joint or his blunt. And the llama like bites two of his well, fingers if off. If you
0: notice, the llama took a hit off the weed and then, off the joint first. Because you could hear the llama breathing it in, and then <laughs> and then bit off two of the dude's fingers.
1: And the blood's like spurting. And apparently,
0: it severed a major artery in this dude's hand.
1: <laughs> Didn't he die from it or something? Uh, I can't remember if that kid died or if he just ran off. I don't remember. I don't think we see him again. And speaking of people we never see again, those doctors, we never see those doctors again. That's the only time they show up in the movie is to look at the the uh, the stock trailer, find the llama egg, and we never see that llama, le- llama egg, and we never see the doctors ever again. Right. They're just they're just freaking gone. <coughs> um, oh, the <clears throat> so the kid uh, that gave the llama the hit off the joint, uh, the llama rips his heart out, and the heart goes flying across the yard and lands in the hands of his girlfriend, who starts freaking out. Right. Okay. Um, the llama beats her up with his feet, knocks her down,
0: her. and when he's like stomping her to death, it's these. Very, very, very poorly made looking toy llama legs, like from a stuffed animal. And they're doing the very, very old school. Psh, 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 as it, as this llama's hitting. And not one of them, if you watch, it actually hits her.
1: No, they don't actually but hit her. But she's
0: just getting bloodier and bloodier and bloodier. And just it's it's. It's It's so bad. What
1: cracks me up is when they made these llama legs to do the boxing part of it, they don't look like the llama, because the llama that they use for the movie is just an all-brown llama, and these legs are, like, black and white.
0: White, yeah. (laughs) Don't even match the llama.
1: Take, Take that away from him. He's being too loud. Sorry, guys. That's, like, super loud. But anyway, they don't even match the llama. Um let's see uh we're back in the house floyd vomits all over the cards during the card game so they decide to all go to the hot tub they've discovered that there's a hot tub they've decided to all go into it um let's see some dude shows up slips in blood and when he slips it makes a little squeaky toy noise <laughs> Which I don't understand the choice on that one, but okay. But this is Especially
0: considering it was in the grass.
1: Right. This is a late arrival to the party. This is Trent, Mel's boyfriend. And for some reason, we have a close-up of a guy drinking a beer in a really gross way. And we have a bunch of close-ups of mouths for some reason. I don't know why this is integral to the story, but it is. Um, in my notes, I'm like, so many extreme close-ups of mouths. Why are we seeing so many mouths? They're flicking tongues, and it's very weird. <laughs> And this has turned into like a weird sex scene and their tongues are like flipping with each other. Like they're not kissing, they're just licking each other's tongues. It's so gross. I missed that
0: part. I think I was making popcorn.
1: Yeah, it was so gross. So everybody is in... So Mel gets mad at her boyfriend and leaves. Floyd has sex and says, I'm a man now. And when he says man now, his voice drops like two octaves, which is hilarious because now he's like all confident because he's had sex. And that was like a big deal. Um, everybody's in the hot tub and the subtitles with the music is playing. It just says scary music. <laughs> so everybody's in the hot tub. The llama comes into the hot tub room. One of the guys, for some reason, asks one of the other guys to throw him a radio so that they could have some music out there. So he gets thrown the radio while he is sitting in the hot tub, and you see the llama foot knock the radio out of his hand and into the hot tub, and it electrocutes everybody in the hot tub. And they're all there's like lightning going back and forth, and they're all you know just jostling back and forth like they're being electrocuted. Two girls who have up to this point not been in the hot tub decide to get in while the bodies are still being Shock. shocked in the water. So they stick their toes in and they also get electrocuted. And then like, why does
0: everybody look like they're getting shocked? I don't know. Let's get in the water anyway.
1: They show the plug where this radio is plugged in and it's like all black and everything. Right. And then it goes back to the hot tub and then back to the plug, but it's they plugged it into the different like it, it's on the bottom. The first bottom. time
0: you see it it's on the it's the top plug and then when they cut away and cut back, then it's on the bottom plug. <laughs>
1: I don't understand the choices. You would think the set director would have take, made, made more, uh, would have paid more attention than that. Um, so they're all dead in the hot tub. Um, they keep screaming, everyone in the hot tub is dead. So right now we've got Trent, who is Mel's boyfriend. We've got Mel, we've got Floyd, and we've got the black kid from earlier.
0: Right.
1: And those are the only ones that are still alive. Well, this is the last time that we see the black kid. And he, he manages to make it because he doesn't die. But this is the last time we see him is in the kitchen drinking after everybody dies in the hot tub. Or do we see him again? Oh, no, he goes He's running the through one. the woods. That's right. the N- never mind, never mind, never mind, never mind. You're, you're missing yeah. some stuff here. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, okay, so anyway, they all try to go out and get service on their phone so they can call for help. They don't have any service. The llama comes up on the porch. Two of the kids go running in a weird slow motion that isn't slow motion because they didn't actually slow the camera down. They just told the kids to run like they're running in slow motion, so it looks really stupid. The llama shoots laser eyes at one of them and kills, blows them up, and the they're at least 30 feet off the porch at this point. But for some reason, when the llama blows the kid up, all of the blood comes back onto the porch and hits all of the kids like it's coming out of a fire hose.
0: Yeah, like the, it's like a water hose or a... Like a garden hose or yeah. something?
1: Like they're just being sprayed with all this blood. And then the llama blows up the second kid, the same thing happens. All this blood comes back to the porch. Um...
0: But then one of them, the llama, on Trent.
1: Trent, the boyfriend.
0: Llama spits green stuff all over him.
1: Yeah, and it, he starts to act like he's gonna dissolve, but then he doesn't dissolve.
0: He starts turning into a llama.
1: He does. Um, he <laughs> his eyes turn red. He has plush fur that's literally tied to his arms. Yeah, you with can a see belt. the ropes
0: and the belt holding this. Looked like a rug on his arm.
1: It was so bad. It's so bad. And the other kids run away. Um, let's see. Uh, tr- uh, Mel and Floyd have decided to call their reprobate dad, who is apparently in bed with a high schooler. Yeah. And so he says, "I need to go help my kids." So he runs and help the, to to help the kids. Um, they leave. Okay. So now they're all running through the woods, including Trent, who is half llama at this point. Um, The llama's following them, shooting at them with his laser eyes. They keep reusing the same three shots over and over again during this little montage of them running through the woods. It's the exact same action shots over and over and over again. The explosions are in the same place. The kids are running from the same place. I don't know why they recycled the footage. It was was funny as hell. Um, Let's see... They, Dan is the black kid. They say they're going to leave Trent because the llama keeps using Trent to follow him, which how they figured that out, I don't know. But Trent's still half llama at this point. Oops, they leave Trent. He keeps he keeps screaming, I'm a fucking llama, man. And he continues his transition into okay. llama. Um,
0: but there's one scene where he's got the, the ropes, the the rug things tied to his arms. Uh-huh. And then there's one scene right like right after that where you see him running away where his arms are normal again. Yeah. And then it cuts back to...
1: Him with the rugs on I his arms. Why the
0: ferrets wake up every time we do this? I don't know. Stop it. <laughs> Y'all be quiet.
1: So now the kids... Dan... Um, well, we have a cartoon scene where the llama... Like does something to Trent, but I don't understand. It has something to do with octopus hands and like the yeah. llamas and eldritch horror. I don't I don't know what they were going for. But anyway, um, so we've got Dan, we've got Mel, and we've got Floyd, and they find the spaceship. They clock it immediately that it's a spaceship, and they go inside. Well, Dan no, goes. They're inside. like it's a
0: spaceship. They're like no, it's not. And and then Floyd's like, look, it's got wings. That means it's obviously a spaceship. <laughs> <laughs> is it
1: just pieces of tin roofing that are just hanging off this stock trailer? Dan goes inside the trailer and finds something that is it's just like a cylinder that's covered in tin foil.
0: If you've ever been near a toy section, you'll you have seen these those big red plastic bats that yeah. come with the little come always come with the white plastic balls. Yeah. That big, red, looks like Fred Flintstone club kind of bat. Yeah. And That's that, what he finds, and it's like wrapped in tinfoil.
1: And he said, it's a goddamn space stick. I think it's a weapon, and we can use this. He uses the bat to whack away the llama's laser vision. And for some reason, he's suddenly wearing a Star, Star Trek, Trek uniform. Star Trek uniform. Like, the one scene he was not, and then this scene he's wearing and a then, Star Trek and uniform. And if you've
0: ever seen Deep Blue Sea. Yeah. And when Samuel Jackson has given his speech about, I've survived worse than this. We're going to do this. We're going to get out. And all of a sudden the shark just grabs him and kills him. hmm Well, that's the kind of speech that Dan is giving. We're going to use this weapon to destroy these llamas. We're going to get rid of them. And all of a sudden the llama... Blows him up with laser beams. <laughs> right, in the, right in the middle of a sentence.
1: <laughs> Mel and Floyd run away and they're doing a zigzag toward the barn, which cracks me up because they finally dis- discovered how to zigzag. Um, so they're trapped in a barn. Floyd finds some way out that, quote, grandpa used to dodge the draft.
0: <laughs> a hiding spot.
1: It's a hiding spot. The llama shoots at him with his laser eyes and misses. Dad is suddenly there. The reprobate dad is finally there with his shotgun, which he continues to cock repeatedly. Well, he
0: sees the laser beam going through the roof of the barn, and he's like, these damn kids and their lasers.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And every time he says something, he cocks the shotgun, and every new scene that he's in, he cocks the shotgun. So he's like just running through all this ammo without actually making a shot. Um... (laughs) Oh, and he's, he's muttering about damn kids and their lasers and damn Bigfoot for some reason. I don't know why Bigfoot comes into yeah, this, but um, he's cocked the guns about three times now. So he gets into the barn and there's green goo everywhere from Trent, apparently, and he touches it. And not only does he touch it, but he tastes, tastes it. it. Now, this green goo, apparently, unless it comes directly from the llama's mouth, doesn't do anything to you. Because Dad is not having any problems touching this green goo. I don't know why he keeps touching it. I don't know why he tastes it. Trent is continuing to turn into a llama and is now laying eggs, apparently. Mm Mm-hmm. And so Dad comes in there, and the egg-laying scene goes on way too Too long. long. Like, you're just tired of seeing this poor thing lay eggs. They keep recycling the same footage, um, and they keep going back and forth between seeing Trent lay an egg and seeing Dad go through the barn. I don't know how big this fucking barn is, but apparently it's massive because we've spent way too much time watching him try to find Trent, okay? Right. Um, Trent starts screaming to kill me, and the dad cocks the gun again and shoots him in the face and kills him. The llama eggs start hatching. He cocks the gun again. He shoots all of the eggs. And what's funny is he'll he'll shoot. He makes the motion to shoot, but sometimes they forget to put in the FX for the sound of the gun, <laughs> so it's like nothing's happening.
0: Maybe like point the gun and <laughs> pretend it's shot, and then like cock it again.
1: Yeah, and the llama has. Come in, has come in now, and dad tries to shoot it, but the llama keeps shooting at him with laser eyes and missing. Um,
0: he's doing like combat rolls <laughs> to get away from this llama.
1: Then he has a fist fight with the llama, like and a the, legitimate fist fight. It
0: is the same old <laughs> plush animal legs <laughs> that they're using to fight with,
1: <laughs> and then, um. Uh, the llama grabs dad's throat in his mouth and like eats his throat. So now dad's dead, right? So dad's dead. And the only people that we have left over are Mel and Floyd. And Mel decides that now is the best time for her to tell her brother that now she finally sees him as a man. She says, no, we have to have this conversation right now. And so she tells him that now I see you as a man and he said that he's always seen her as a boneheaded twizzle, and now he knows that she is. They get confronted by the, by the llama, and they're about to be killed by the llama, and then here comes Dad, who we thought was dead, not dead anymore. He jumps into a combine, yep. turns the combine on, and manages to get the llama stuck in the combine, and it chews it up. And he, There's fake blood fucking everywhere. Just buckets and buckets of blood everywhere. And what you see going into this running combine is that god-awful hair that they had on Trent earlier that doesn't really look like any... It's like that plush hair that doesn't look real is going into this combine. (laughs) So now Dad is with dad is with the kids and they're holding him because he's got this big gash in his throat and he's clearly dying he said mel i just wanted to tell you you were always my favorite and floyd is like that's okay dad mom was always my favorite <laughs> And then he said tell your mom tell your mom that she's a no good rotten and then he died and the movie is over
0: <laughs> but when he dies he's like legs starts kicking and shit <laughs>
1: dumbest movie the whole thing took place inside of this house and in this barn and it was the most boring ass shit ever the only thing that made this movie half watchable was was the fact that everything was so bad
0: yeah
1: <laughs> but this is the movie llamageddon i was extremely surprised at the overall lack of llamas because i was thinking for something called llamageddon you want to have more lots llamas. of llamas yeah but there was only one llama.
0: But these llamas were going everywhere.
1: They went all through the galaxy. Yeah. And they were angry llamas. Imagine. Do you remember in watching uh, when you were watching um, the Lion King? You remember when the hyenas are marching past Scar when he's singing "Be Prepared"? Right. That's what the opening sequence of the llamas marching toward their little spaceships looked like. Yeah. That's what that looked. That's what that reminded me of. But yeah. So that was Lom again. And then there's a rap about the movie that's playing over the credits, which is at least as bad as the movie. And then over to the side, while the credits are playing, it just replays the entire movie at like two ten times, times speed,
0: yeah. <laughs> and you're just like, Well, we could have just watched the credits and saw the whole movie. Could have saved ourselves an hour and a half of I
1: don't even our lives. think it was an hour and a half. I it mean. probably wasn't. I think it was probably about maybe 70 minutes, 75 minutes something like that <laughs> it was so bad it wasn't, it didn't reach the epic levels of L- uh, Velocipastor
0: <laughs> I almost want to watch that again
1: Velocipastor was a fun movie to watch because I think on some level it realized what a stupid movie it was Armageddon kind of took itself a little seriously
0: See, and when I was watching it, I was sitting there thinking about the whole production part of it. I mean, surely the director knew that they were making a really stupid movie.
1: Yeah. Well, they even mentioned when 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 the stoner kids are talking about movies, they're talking about which Evil Dead is the best one. Is it the first one or the second one? And they're talking about these B movies because they know they're making a B movie. They know they're making a bad movie. But they don't have B-movie status like Bruce Campbell B-movie status. Yeah. That is status. This is a straight-up B-movie. But that's *Lamageddon*. We finally watched it. We did it. (laughs) You want to talk about the other movie that we watched this weekend?
0: Well, I mean, we just mentioned it. We watched John Wick.
1: It was good. That was good. There was no story. No story, no character development. Absolutely nothing happened in that movie. It was three fucking hours of John Wick having fistfights with people. That is the whole entire movie. And it was the best movie I have seen all year. Normally, I need a story with my movies. You know, like, when I watch, like, Transformers or anything like that, they're stupid and I hate them because the storyline sucks.
0: I enjoyed the scenes with Kane.
1: Yeah. And John Wick. Yeah. With Kane and John Wick. That was good. Because he's basically Daredevil. Yeah. That was awesome. But he was Daredevil without... He was Daredevil, but he still needed to know where stuff was at. So he had some interesting ways of figuring stuff out. Yeah. There was one part where he was um, waiting to be attacked by some bad guys. Kane was. And because he's blind, you know, he doesn't know what's going on. So he grabbed these things out of his coat and he slapped them on the wall. In various places. And I was like, what is that? Is that like a bomb or something? Turns out it's a fucking... Um, like a motion, motion sensor. sensor. A
0: ring doorbell. Or- ring
1: doorbell. So anytime somebody would come past him, it would ring and he would know where they were at.
0: And he could kill
1: them. he could kill them. But yeah, that whole movie was great. I mean, you had ninja fights. You had gun fights. You had fist fights. You had dueling with pistols at dawn. You had... Uh, a double cross, a triple cross. You had you had a twist at the end. And yep. it, it, honestly, spoiler alert, if you don't want to know the ending to John Wick, you need to skip ahead about a minute.
0: Right. Starting now. now. You got it, a minute.
1: It ended the way it needed, the only way it could have
0: ended. The only way the, well, it, it, that wasn't the only way the movie could have ended.
1: It's the only way the series could That's have the
0: ended. only way the series could have ended. And
1: we knew that John Wick 4 was the last movie. Right. And John Wick died at the end of that movie a free man. Yep. And he was able to go rest with his wife. And that is the only way that that series could possibly have ended. That's it. Because if you have a free John Wick lying around, somebody's going to activate him again. Yeah. So it had to end the way it ended. Okay, spoilers over. But it's uh, such a good movie. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Probably the best. Well, uh, the first John Wick movie was the best movie. But it's at least the second best movie. But and and I'm gonna say this, and I said this to you while we were watching it. This is gonna this is gonna sound like a criticism, but I promise it's not. You can tell during some of these fight scenes that Keanu Reeves. <laughs> is a 50-year-old man. Because he's moving a little slow. They're having to compensate for him just a little bit. Some of the jujitsu moves that he does when he pulls somebody to the ground is a little slow. It's a little off. It's a little off rhythm. But, but that's not, but not he a still, criticism. Yeah, but, he, st- but
0: he still... He still... Portrays that he really knows what he's doing.
1: Yeah, you can tell he knows what he's doing, but he's he's a little lo- older, he's a little slower, he's a little you know, but that goes to that goes to show. I mean, John Wick fell off a building and survived it. He again again. <laughs> you know, he I'm
0: telling you that's Neo.
1: He's it's got to be.
0: That's the only way he survives the some of the stuff that he does is because that's Neo. That is Neo and Morpheus.
1: I, I'm, I'm, you know, I buy it. I ship it. I'm, I'm good with it. I, I'm okay with them being Neo and Morpheus. But even, even if they're not, even if we're gonna say that John Wick is a real person living in the real world and he's doing all of these insane things, you know, he's tired. He's been doing this for how long now? The first two movies, that was the space of about two weeks. Right. The last two movies, that was a couple of years. Probably
0: no. John Wick three was pretty much right after two.
1: Oh yeah, you're right because those first three movies took place within a two week. Because the the first the first two movies weren't they within a few days of each other? Yes. And then the last movie was within like two weeks of each other. Right. And then this movie is after he's fully recovered after falling being shot and falling off the building. So we're talking a year minimum. Probably. Possibly even more than that. We don't know. But um.
0: But it was it was nice seeing. Uh, Commander Zavala in his in his final film.
1: Yeah, and, and it and it was very sad, um, knowing that that was his final film. But you know, it, it was it was good. He kind of got to go out on top. Yeah. That that that's a good that's a good final film for your final film to be. You don't want to do a stupid movie and then die from a heart attack. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> At least he was able to do John Wick, and so then... he
0: probably chose to have a heart attack because that movie was
1: sucked. <laughs> But yeah, that was a good movie. <coughs> and then I watched Dungeons and Dragons today, and I'm not gonna spoil it because uh, Tom hadn't seen it yet, so um, I'm not gonna spoil that movie. But it's a good movie because if you know anything about Dungeons and Dragons, it has. And, and I don't know a whole lot about it, but if you're if you're like a like really into it, it's got so many little Easter eggs for people that are into Dungeons and Dragons they come across a mimic, they come across a gelatinous cube. There's somebody using mage hand, there's somebody using and you can tell each character has a class and a subclass and you can tell which one they are <laughs> because of the way they act and the way that they role play with each other and the way that they do their things. Is you know, cuz you've got the you've got the uh, the the berserker barbarian, you've got the rogue, you've got uh, the thief rogue, you've got the bard um the human bard you've got the half elf sorcerer who has has trouble with magic i mean you've got the tiefling um uh oh gosh what did they call her uh she's she's a, a tiefling druid and she's able to change like shapeshift into different things it's just it's really cool the way that they had it set up and the whole thing felt like an adventure it was three hours but it didn't feel three hours long You know, the storyline held, they had a battle, and then it would be like a rest. And then a battle, and then a rest. Which is exactly how you play Dungeons & Dragons. Yeah, it's
0: exactly (laughs) how you play (laughs) D&D.
1: It's exactly right. And, uh, you know, they were going up against uh, red witches and and wizards, which which they're apparently real big in D&D as far as, like, um, they're one of the main bad guys. So, it, uh, there's a lot of meat there for D&D fans. It's not like the old movies where it was just very silly and they had, like, turn-based stuff. This is actually a well-done movie with really good actors with a really good storyline. And even if you didn't like D&D, you would still like this movie because it you was say a fun it was really
0: good acting, but not to give anything away for anybody that hadn't seen it, but the part where Michelle Rodriguez's character was, like, dying. Uh-huh. That was very campy.
1: It's kinda of supposed to be campy. There there's a reason they did that.
0: I know, but that part of it was almost difficult to watch. Because that was one of those that's like did the actors script say in really bad acting form, do this.
1: Well, there you, you got you got two things there. You got Michelle Rodriguez who has always played these kind of barbarian characters in, in every movie she's ever been in. She's always been this uh, not not a whole lot of personality in her movies. You know what yeah. I mean? She plays she plays one character. She does it really well, but she plays one type of character. And then you've got the D and D part of it where you've got people playing these games who are not actors, but they're having to role play as though they are. Right. So it is going to come off as campy. Okay. Because I mean, look at look at look at the the D and D stuff that we do on the weekends that we play it comes off we're not actors we're just being silly with each other and we're we're trying to interact with each other and that's what this movie kind of was that's what it felt like to me there there was there was a lot of stuff there for people who actually play D&D because you see what they're doing right so anyway that was my weekend watching movies
0: but we we we've had but we have had a really good weekend so far. Uh, to me it's always good when you're having a good long weekend if if you can start off your weekend to me it's a lot easier to relax when the house is clean.
1: Yes. I agree with that. 110%. So, but I, I did go
0: work Saturday morning for a couple of hours. When I got back You had already done quite a bit in here. I was very impressed. No, well, let me rephrase it. I wasn't impressed just that you did stuff.
1: (laughs) That sounds like what do you do? (laughs) But
0: I was impressed with what you did. Not that you did it. Does Mm -hmm. that make sense?
1: Yeah, well, you're going to have to keep talking, buddy. (laughs) Uh,
0: Okay, I was impressed with what you did, but I was not surprised that you did it. Maybe? Maybe. I'm digging myself a hole here. A
1: little bit. A little
0: bit. Let's just say she got started without me and what and everything she did was top notch.
1: Okay. Maybe you should have started out with that.
0: Not like <laughs> her usual. I mean, she did really well. <gasps> and your hair looks nice. <laughs> but. And then she went to go get her hair trimmed. And while she was doing that, I, had, I was sitting down watching TV or something. And I was like, you know what? i got to do some stuff while she's gone. Because she did some stuff while before I got home.
1: I got a... Like I got a bunch of stuff done. I got the kitchen clean. I got the the dishes washed. I got the sink cleaned out. I got the stove wiped wiped down. I got a bunch of clothes done, washed and dried and and put away. Um, I cleaned our bedroom. I've
0: never seen you put away clothes after folding them. That was impressive.
1: Yeah, I mean, I put away everything. And I cleaned our bedroom. I picked up around the apartment. Um, yeah, I did. I got a, I got a bunch of stuff done, but while I was gone, (laughs) he took everything out of the pantry and everything out of the laundry room and got rid of the stuff that we don't need and reorganized everything that we do have. And now we have so much more room in the pantry and we have so, like he completely reorganized the laundry room and like, you can walk in there now. (laughs) and everything is orderly and it looks good and everything is where there's a a space for everything and everything is in its place and it's just the most I keep walking in there and going
0: you hear my uh, crooked halo angel singing
1: But it's great. It's so awesome. And that was the best part. That was the best way to start the weekend.
0: And some other really good news over the weekend. Uh, <clears throat> what happened in Texas?
1: Oh, we are going into politics here? Just a little bit. Just a little bit into politics. <laughs> Fucking Ken Paxton, the Attorney General for Texas, who has been under criminal indictment for the last eight years. GD years, and has still been serving as the Texas AG, what happened to him this week?
0: Got the old heave-ho.
1: Well, he hasn't gotten the heave-ho yet, but he did get impeached by a Republican-led House. He got impeached. How fucking corrupt do you have to be to be impeached as a Republican in Texas? Ted Cruz is freaking out about it And I have a feeling that Ted Cruz is not freaking out about it Because Ken Paxton was such a great AG And it's, it's unfair I'm thinking that Ted Cruz is freaking out about it Because if, Ted, if if they went after Paxton For being as corrupt as he is They could definitely go after Ted Cruz Yep. Because they are birds of a feather And they flock together.
0: I've been seeing shit from Cruz and Trump both mad about Paxton.
1: And Cruz, like his whole deal was he shouldn't be impeached because he fights Biden harder than any other AG.
0: And he's an elected official. He should be able to finish, at least finish out his current term.
1: Which, yeah, because that makes sense. Yeah. The, the only reason that, that Ken Paxton is the AG, the elected AG right now, is because the state is so frickin' gerrymandered that it does not matter if you run as a Democrat, you're not going to win. Yeah. You will not win. Even in democratically held... And I don't know if you know this, but the House and the Senate and the governor have all passed a law that says that if Harris County, which is Houston, which is the most populous county in the entire state, if they run out of election ballots for more than an hour on election day, they're going to recall the entire election and put who they want to in office.
0: Which means they'll make sure that they run out.
1: It's going to make sure that they run out. And that way, the state can legally take over the election of the most populous city in the entire state,
0: and basically not count any of their votes.
1: Yep, it's going to disenfranchise ninety percent of the voters down there because they all vote Democrat down there. Yep, this this is this is the slow. You know, you want to talk about the slow slide into fascism. Um, this is what it looks like um, when states are taking over cities, and they passed a law too where the state is going to take over certain certain districts within cities. And what they're trying to do is they're trying to break up Democratic strongholds like Dallas, Austin, and mm-hmm. Houston. Because it's the big cities that vote Democrat, and if they can take them over, they can stop people from voting Democrat. And they can ensure... And something that kills me. Do you remember watching um, political ads in Texas when we were down there?
0: Uh, Vaguely?
1: Do you know what I remember about those political ads? What? Every single one of them was about how screwed up the state was and how the Republicans are the only ones that can fix it. Oh, yeah. The Republicans have been in power in the state of Texas for 35 years. If there is anything wrong with the state, it is directly because of the Republicans. Yep. The Republicans have have been in charge since Ann Richards was governor. And that was, I remember my parents fucking hated Ann Richards when she was the governor of Texas. She was a good governor, but they freaking hated her because she was a Democrat. Mm-hmm. And I and I, I just like I can't I can't get my brain to wrap around hating somebody purely because of their political ideology. I I think you can hate somebody on a personal level. Like, I hate Trump on a personal level. (laughs) I don't give a (laughs) shit that he's a Republican. Because before he was a Republican, he was a Democrat, and he was friends with the the Clintons. He's a rich person before he's anything else. But I remember my parents made fun of Democrats when I was growing up. And about how stupid they are. Mm -hmm. And about how they wanted to ruin everything. And I'm like, and even even then, before I knew enough to ask questions, even then, that kind of struck me as a little weird. Like, they just have a different point of view than you, you know. Like I like I don't I just I, I don't get it, you know. And and so many we talked about this before. So many people voted for Trump because if you're an evangelical Christian, you are told every week that the only way you can continue to be a Christian is to vote Republican. Because the only good Christians are Republicans You're told that But if you look at the difference Between Trump And Biden Biden is a good Catholic Which you know Protestants don't believe That Catholics go to heaven But that's a a whole other thing But he's a good Catholic He's in mass every Sunday He takes care of his family He does all the right things On paper he's like the perfect guy and then you have Trump, who does, like, literally everything that you're not supposed to do. He's broken probably every single one of the Ten Commandments. <laughs> Maybe not, thou shalt not murder. I don't think he's ever personally murdered anyone. But I, I, I guarantee you he's had at least one person killed.
0: Quite possibly.
1: And, you know, Republicans and, and Christians held him up as the chosen one of God. Oh, God can use an imperfect man. And Biden is just pretending. Yeah, the
0: guy that was out fucking autographing Bibles.
1: Yeah, so at what point can God use an imperfect man who is a Democrat? That's, That's what kills me, you know? If God can use imperfect people to do the right thing, why are you so worried about what party they're from? Why did I never hear you making these speeches or making these prayers for Obama or for Biden or for anybody else is because they had the wrong letter after their name. It's just... I just don't get it. Anyway, that's my rant for the night. I need to drink some more. I'm not drunk enough.
0: I I don't know if this is true or not, but I saw a thing that says a man heard racial slurs and a punch at a FedEx driver and then got... and then died after he was punched back. Uh oh And the first response to what... (laughs) that's what gets me because the guy responded with damn bro sent him to God same day shipping
1: (laughs) (laughs) well that's not cool (laughs) speaking of uh, uh, same day shipping on FedEx we had a freaking shootout here in Little Rock what this last week that involved a, a FedEx driver
0: UPS driver. A
1: UPS driver.
0: And of course, and, uh, You tell a story because you, you know it. You were telling me about the story about this UPS driver that got robbed.
1: Well, I heard he got caught in the crossfire from a police shootout. That's what I heard.
0: Yeah, he got caught in the crossfire, blah, blah, blah. But my boss, this guy used to work for him when he was at UPS. Uh, some of the guys that work up there know this guy. And he was a in deep crypt. and apparently he had taken out somebody like a year or so ago Mm -hmm. and they could just never find him or get him somewhere where they could get payback Mm -hmm. and someone just happened to see this UPS driver and like holy shit that's the guy we've been looking for and they fucking killed him mm. it was a payback hit is why he got killed
1: that's definitely not the story that's going around town no nope it is not and I, I've got to ask at work I've got to ask if, he, if the guy that was telling me the story if he's heard the payback story well, because, this
0: is from people that know the guy
1: yeah we were, um, because we were, the, the only reason I knew that the, that the shootout had happened and that the, the UPS driver had gotten killed was because um, we had a police officer up there at, uh, at the airport and uh, he was talking to us about police jiu-jitsu, which is 100% made up. There's no way that police jujitsu jitsu is a real thing. I think he just wanted to sound cool. But he apparently taught, he teaches police jiu-jitsu and he goes around the country teaching people police jiu-jitsu, which there's no way that's real. Um, but anyway, <laughs> he was talking to us about that and he was talking to us about how awful it was that there were shootouts in Little Rock and how awful it was that there was a cop that was out, you know, that was sitting somewhere and somebody just ran past the, the car and like fired into the car and like almost killed the cop and, you know, that sounds terrible. Like, it was awful. And then we find out, my, my friend that had been listening to the story after the cop left, told me, hey, you know that guy that uh that cop that got shot at because he was sitting around? I was like, Yeah. He said, Yeah, that guy had been harassing those people he was out in front of. <laughs> that cop had been harassing those people. And like wouldn't leave him alone. And somebody saw him sitting out there and decided to handle it. Yep. So that just kinda sounds like a situation where the cop may have uh looked around and found out. But those are my stories for the week.
0: I heard of one. I'm trying to remember how it was told. It was... It's, just, it's, just, it's just one of those dumb joke ones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was... Okay, you know, like, the people that use, like, sign language, right? Mm-hmm. It was... I'm trying to remember how it went. But it had something to do with... uh what kind of profession is best to do if you're deaf?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And the guy said, <laughs> it was a mom asking her kid, her husband and her daughter this question. And they were like, I don't know what. And she says, a gynecologist. And the daughter looked up at her like, what? And so did the husband. He was doing something. He turned around and was like, what? He goes, Yeah. Because they're the best at reading lips. <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and, when, and when the daughter realized what she said, the look on her face was fucking priceless. <laughs> <laughs> the husband liked to choked on something. He had to walk out of the room.
1: <laughs> that was a weird segue, but I'll allow it.
0: <laughs> of course you will allow it.
1: I will allow it. <laughs>
0: Oh, we are going to talk about how, here in a couple of weeks, we're going to move back to Texas for the weekend. Um,
1: and it should be fun.
0: So, we probably won't have a podcast that we'll do on that weekend, which will be the weekend of
1: June the 9th. June
0: the 9th. Yeah. Uh, we're going to take the kids up there and we're going to go to the aquarium, Grapevine Mills Mall. And we're going to try to also make time to go to the museum that you want to go to.
1: I'm going to try. But if we don't get to go to it, it's fine. Honestly. Because I think we're going to have too much to do on Saturday.
0: Well, I think we might too, but we'll see.
1: But what we what we may do is I think the mall is open a little bit later than the that's really loud. Sorry. Um I think the mall is open a little later than the other two are. So maybe if we get if we get up like super early on Saturday and get the other two done we can go to the mall in the evening
0: go to the aquarium and then go to the museum
1: yeah i think we
0: could do work that out because i want to make sure we go to the museum because that was something you you kept saying that you really wanted to do
1: but i've been to that museum i mean we don't have to go back to it it's okay but but we'll see but i definitely want to do all the other stuff too yeah we definitely have to go to the aquarium because that aquarium is badass yeah
0: then we've got a, a trip already planned for the next month not really a trip But our big thing that we're going to do is we're going to take the kids to the Big Rock Fun Park.
1: Yeah. Which that's,
0: that's going to be a lot of fun.
1: I don't know if you guys know this, but along with the Little Rock, there is a Big Rock. And apparently they were named so because when they were floating down the Arkansas River, searching out this territory, they came across a Big Rock and named it Big Rock. And then a little bit further down, they came across a Little Rock and named it Little Rock. And that's where the city was. I think there may have been a settlement at both places. It's just one of them stuck and one of them didn't.
0: Yeah. But this big rock phone Park, it kind of works like, kind of like, a, like a fair. You can pay to do things or you can be like the, the wristband or you can do whatever. But this place has, uh, has batting cages. It has a maze. It has bumper boats, go-karts, laser tags, rope course, mini-golf.
1: Mm-hmm. it's going to so, be so much fun it's going to be
0: a lot of fun that weekend
1: yes yes it will be very fun I want to do bumper boats because I want to try to knock you off into the water
0: I'm I want to show those boat. kids how to lose at uh, go kart racing because I want to run those fuckers right off the road
1: and here's the deal I am old and fat but that is not going to stop me from doing the old, the ropes course and the maze should be a lot of fun I, I did a, I did a maze one time uh, with the kids when they were little bitty. We went to a pumpkin patch with my mom and my sister, and we did a maze, and that was a lot of fun. And it was neat because several, at several points in the maze, you could like climb up a tower so you could kind of see. Oh, yeah, really? So you could like get your figure your way out, and then you'd have to go back down and try to figure, figure your way out from there.
0: See, I've always heard if you can't find your way out of a maze, you put your right hand on a wall... And you just keep walking and never take your hand off the wall. Yeah. If you do that, you'll never backtrack and you will always eventually find your way out.
1: I've heard that too.
0: Is it the right hand or the left hand? I can't remember. I think remember. it's the right hand. I mean, I've never, never had a situation where I've had to uh, put that to the test. But if I get lost in the maze, I think I'll do it. I mean, maybe I'll just try it or maybe if we do the maze I'll try it from the beginning I'll put my hand on the wall and start walking and see if I can
1: just see if you can make it to the end while the rest of us just go
0: yeah I mean now granted if somebody finds a better I'm pretty sure it's, there's a lot quicker way mm. but that way's supposed to eventually get you out yeah so we'll see maybe I'll try it out
1: we'll see we'll we'll go by there we're gonna do that probably in what what is this this is May and we're gonna have a trip in June that'll probably be in July when we do the Big Rock yeah but yeah, but it, I am having one hell of a month at work this month.
0: Yes, you are.
1: Oh my god, that's why we're able to do all of this stuff. And we're,
0: and we're just th- assuming that you are going to have another good one next month.
1: I'm, I'm going to. I am absolutely one hundred percent going to because my book is where it needs to be, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna keep increasing it. I'm gonna get me two new customers this month. That's that's my goal: two new customers. I think I can do it.
0: Well, I don't think you can.
1: Yeah, I will. So anyway, goodness, we're an hour into this. Yeah, this is good. Not you want to yeah. keep going, or you want to?
0: Well, I, I don't have a whole lot to talk about, so
1: my main just thing was trying to think talk about, about
0: the movies. think about anything else that's happened this week?
1: This has been kind of an uneventful week.
0: It really has,
1: because we've been kind of leading up to Memorial Day.
0: Yeah, I just know that we had the long weekend at work. I Three talked to my job about. Together. How, you know, because I always come in early and I stay late. And I've already told them that on the weekend of the night that uh, I'll probably be leaving as early as I can that day. That hopefully I can try to leave like around two or three.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And, of course, (laughs) Don at work was kind of like, you can pretty much leave whenever you want to. Nobody's going to say anything.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, what what should make you feel really, really good... Is that you have been told more than once that since you came to first shift, everything is going so much smoother. And since you came to first shift, second shift has absolutely gone to shit.
0: Well, yeah. because like That uh, should make you
1: feel really good. I mean,
0: when we would drive down to Memphis every night, our late nights were like 2.15, mm-hmm. 2.30. That was our late nights leaving.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Since I've been on first shift... They have not gotten out before three or three thirty once. Mm-hmm. What? Oh my!
1: Yeah, that's a nice picture.
0: Sorry, she showed me a picture online of some lady showing some really nice underboop
1: That's his thing. I hate to, I hate to get y'all some inside baseball here, but that. Like, more than more than cleavage or anything else, he likes the underboob.
0: Because under, it's the part that you never really get to see.
1: Yeah. It's kind of kind of sexy, kind of dirty, kind of like.
0: It's not, yeah. you know, it's not, don't, I don't need to see You're not nipple. seeing the
1: nipple. You know, it's just, just, just a little bit of underboob. Show me some underboob. Just a little bit of underboob.
0: That's where it's at.
1: You know, maybe you have a little crop top and the under, under part of your boob is showing just a little bit, you know. Maybe you have one of those bras that just kind of shows a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yep, good stuff.
0: Now, you'll see the girls on TikTok, they'll wear the crop top shirts, and they'll, like, reach up for something and just barely show a little bit under underboob. Oh, <laughs> daddy-like.
1: <laughs>
0: That's what gets my motor a-purring.
1: And, you know, we haven't really talked about this on, on the pod- podcast much because, you know, everybody's sexuality is their business and nobody else's business. But let's just say that when... Tom is girl watching I am also girl watching <laughs> and I will point out girls to him and be like hey look at that
0: <laughs> I heard that one, since you're talking about that kind of stuff that um what's a girl's favorite sex position? what? what is it called?
1: uh I don't know what
0: it's called the zombie
1: why is it the zombie?
0: cause they just like to be they like to just be to uh just lay back and get eaten <laughs>
1: That is true. I do enjoy that. <laughs> this podcast thing a weird time. Woo. Woo. Sorry. A little bit R-rated here. I'm sure y'all didn't need to know about all that. <laughs> all four of our listeners. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> what is it? Where's my sandwich all freshly baked bread? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, my god. All right. Well, you ready to? Call yeah, because you're up? over
0: there playing on Facebook instead of worrying about what you're talking about here.
1: I'm looking for stuff on Facebook to talk about. Oh, I'm always strolling for new stuff.
0: I just wonder because you're just over there playing on <laughs> Facebook while we're trying to do this shit.
1: Oh, you mean like you play on TikTok when we're trying to do this shit? I,
0: no, I was not on TikTok. I was when I'm on TikTok during the week. If there's something I want to remember on here, I take a screenshot of it. So that way I can do that instead of having to write down what I want to talk about. That's so why I go through my pictures on my phone because I screenshots this shit to talk about.
1: Whatever, dude. You Bitch, on, look. You were on TikTok I nine times not. out of ten.
0: Look, photos. There's one. Okay, well, there, that's not it. That's the one of the snake crossing the water today.
1: That was cool because it looked like it was just like a little contrail in the water. We couldn't tell what it was. It turns out it was a snake.
0: Okay, look. There's the one about the FedEx.
1: Okay, the FedEx.
0: Okay. Uh, Oh, that's a close-up of your butt at the swimming pool today. Hold on. And my clean truck. Disaster that they loaded us with the other day. Okay. Here's one from HR. Did you tell your coworkers you had handmade gifts for them and then gave them all the middle finger? (laughs) (laughs) It says me. Hey, that was a gift from the heart.
1: (laughs) Oh. And then there's one I did.
0: It was of of Keanu Reeves. Mm Mm-hmm he's sitting there and he says uh where's where is he? where, is he? where is he? go go go, go. where it he go here it is he says i don't have the time or the crayons to try to explain this to you <laughs>
1: <laughs> talking about the middle finger giving the middle finger to people i've i've got one of my best friends um she and i send middle fingers back and forth to each other like and the more creative the better we'll send a lot of tiktoks where people are flipping people off and stuff like that to each other and uh I sent her one the other day where this guy was, like, growing something in his yard. And he said, oh, I want to show you what I've got. And it's his hand under the, under the dirt. And when he pulls it up, he's flipping it off. Look, it's grown. It's well, see, just Because you. you
0: do that, and I know that you do that. Whenever I see something like that on TikTok, I always make sure I send them to you so you'll have them to send to your friend. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and, she, and she cracks me up. Because, you know, very nicely, you know, you'll get... I'll I'll get a TikTok from her and, and you know it'll start out and it'll be like I just want to tell you how much I love you and how much you're such a good friend to me and how much I treasure our friendship and I just wanted to say one thing to you, you cunt. <laughs> that's not that's where I how it'll you were end. Going with that, <laughs> I admit. That's what that like. That's how the TikTok will end. <laughs> it'll be or it'll be something like, come here, come here, come close, come close.
0: Well, I like the one where like you see the camera just like pointing out at the at somebody's yard, and this guy will be like walking by, and he'll like stop and look over at the camera, and he'll sit down what he's got, and he'll go run up to the camera real fast and put his hand right in front of the camera and flip you off, and, he'll go, <laughs> and then take off running.
1: <laughs> There's one guy who does magic,
0: like oh, he'll God.
1: like he'll have something. He'll be like he'll he'll have like a uh, like a paper bag. Like one of, one of my favorite ones was he had a pa- a small paper bag, right? And he threw an invisible ball up, and you can see him watching it go up in the air, the invisible ball, and then it comes back down and it pops into the bag. Right. And he reaches into the bag to get the invisible ball, and then when he pulls his hand out, he's flipping you off, and then he turns around <laughs> and farts at you, and then runs off. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of my So some things.
0: of my favorite things on TikTok because uh, I always try to like them so you know, Get the algorithm and send me more of them. Right. It's like uh, like funny animals. Yeah. Uh, those just trip me out. Like that one I showed you last night, that dog's just kicked back on the couch snoring.
1: <laughs> he was up. Yeah, he, he was he was sitting up against the, the cushions like a little old man. And he was doing that. This- he was like. <sighs> <sighs> just loud, just like a little old man. It was great. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and there was one. <laughs> where there a like a refrigerator next to a, or some kind of shelf next to a couch. And you see this cat, you know how they look at what they're gonna jump on, and they start mm-hmm. kind of wiggling. And when they get ready to jump, the cat's hind legs didn't even come off the ground and his face just went up against
1: the shelf. <laughs> Oh my, God. <laughs> my favorite ones are when you see the kittens and they're trying to figure out how far they need to jump, but they're, they're kittens and they don't know yet. Yeah. And so they try and they do this, this little tiny hop, but they needed to have jumped like way, way further.
0: They're okay. Here's one that I laughed and laughed and laughed at, but I, I can't, I don't know if I'll be able to read it on here because it says, it was a message thread. It says, why is baked pronounced baked? But naked isn't pronounced naked. hmm And this guy, and if I had to guess, he's obviously I would say he's probably Nigerian. Okay. Based off of his name. And it says because someone because as someone said, English is not a language. It's three languages and a trench in a trench coat pretending to be one. Right. And this guy's name is Gulilithu Mazalungu. Or something and this guy responded to him and said that's pretty bold of you to say to say that since you got named after the sound a Plutcher makes
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's so horrible you should be ashamed of yourself I laughed and laughed at that so fucking much <laughs> And of course, oh, the one goodness. you
0: sent me of Reno nine one one the other day.
1: Oh, when Junior was trying to stop those kids from knocking over those mailboxes, and he said he was going to put he was going to put the the paint things in there that they use at the uh, at the at Banks. the bank. You know, so when you those when you, paint bombs those paint bombs. So when you mess with it, it was gonna it was gonna shoot paint all over it and as he's describing this he drops the paint bomb (laughs) which hits the other paint bombs and they all go off at once and they all hit him and then a truck just drives past and they're like pig and they knock it
0: it was just funny listening to him because he was like you know they always take it out these mailboxes you know and it's tough to catch these little bastards
1: (laughs) and then he drops that damn paint bomb it's like
0: and I kept laughing at that because all I could think about was watching um,
1: Dwight Schrute
0: watching The Office when Dwight Schrute had that industrial strength bug fogger
1: <laughs> <laughs> he dropped
0: it in his office in that office and went oh and I of a sudden he just like go and the whole road just filled smoke.
1: <laughs> Oh my god! But this those podcast are like my most weird. memorable
0: moments. And then, of course, one of my favorite moments is when they were playing the Halloween pranks on each other on Big Bang Theory. Yeah. And when Sheldon tried to rig up the uh, mailbox to uh, to uh, scare Leonard, mm-hmm. and nothing happened. And then Penny was like, "What's going on?" And he goes, "Oh, hang on." And then when, when Sheldon goes, it opens up the mailbox. <laughs> Leonard hits a button, and it's like this little whoopee cushion thing comes out with, uh, with, Shel- with Leonard's, with Leonard's face, face on it and screaming, and it buzzes.
1: And then Shelton freaks out. He's like, ah, and falls.
0: Yeah. I've watched that scene probably 20 fucking times every time I get to it.
1: <sighs> oh, my goodness. Oh, here's a story that I don't know if you heard about or not. A killer whale named Gladys got hit by a boat. And do you know what she did after that? She started sinking yachts. She started going up to these yachts that were similar to the one that hit her and fucking sinking them. And she is teaching other orcas how to do the same thing.
0: Holy fuck.
1: Yes. She... She, killer whales are learning to sink yachts off of Gibraltar. So in the Mediterranean Sea, you cannot go in there with a yacht because those orcas will knock you over.
0: Holy shit. Yeah. That's crazy.
1: Orcas are scarier than sharks ever thought about being.
0: Oh, yeah, just because they're, they are the apex predator of the ocean.
1: Yes, because an orca will eat a shark and will not think twice about it.
0: Well, they'll just eat the liver. That's what's fucked up. Yeah, and 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 they have learned. Actually, we learned it from the orcas that if you can get a shark to turn over upside down, it immobilizes it.
1: Yes. And so that's what they'll do. They'll take these big, giant, great white sharks, flip them upside down, and eat their liver while they are still alive, and just leave them.
0: Leave the rest there for leave the, the rest scavengers. Them to die.
1: I, I mean, the orcas don't fucking murk you. And we put these damn orcas in SeaWorld and expect them not to do anything. Right. We're lucky that they don't kill us every single day. If those bad boys had sea le- had, had land legs, we would be done for. Because orcas are smart.
0: Well, it's like that one video where they were going after that seal that was on this big-ass ice shelf.
1: Oh, yeah. And
0: you see all these orcas that kept coming up on the sides... Pinpointing where this thing is at. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you see them all like side by side coming up to this big ass ice shelf. And then they would get real close to it right at the end and then dip down real fast.
1: To create a wave.
0: That created a wave that broke apart mm-hmm. the damn ice shelf so that the seal was only on one little small piece. And then they did the same damn thing again to knock it off.
1: Well, what was so crazy is they broke up the ice shelf and then went up to the surface to see where the where the to see the which seal one... well, uh, the sea was yeah uh, the seal was to see which ice flow it was still on and, and then separa- they targeted that
0: one you notice they separated they pushed the other ones out of the way so it was just that one right there that the seal was on
1: it, did you know that orcas will take seals and just like flip them like 50 feet in the air yeah and they don't know why they're doing it. Scientists and 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 bi- marine biologists have no fucking clue why orcas do that. It's got to be
0: to stun them.
1: Possibly, but they wouldn't necessarily have to stun them. They can just eat them. And they do. Maybe eat they just
0: them. like playing with their food.
1: Yeah. Some uh, they think it may be just they just like playing with them. They're like, well, maybe they're doing it to loosen up the skin so they can get the skin off easier. Well, no, that's not the reason that they're doing it. Orcas are doing it because they're insane.
0: Yeah, they just suck. <laughs> they're assholes.
1: Yeah, they are assholes. But I mean, they've done uh, intelligence testing on dolphins. Dolphins are as smart as humans. But they're sea-based creatures and can't build buildings. Like that's Right. That's the only like dolphins are that smart. Orcas are probably smarter than dolphins. Which is scary. And we put these little bastards in in tanks and expect them not to freak out. We're lucky they don't freak out. They yeah. have chosen not to freak out. That's the that's the only thing that's keeping us safe. Oh, and speaking of aquatic marine life that is way smarter than us, octopuses. Yeah. The only reason that octopi have not taken over the world, and I and I mean this literally is because they all they all live less than five years. They can't pass down knowledge because they don't live long enough to pass down knowledge. Can you imagine if an octopus lived 50 years and was able to pass down knowledge to its descendants? We'd be hosed. Yeah. Because those bastards can figure out how to open jars. Oh, one of them, and I can't remember which aquarium this one was at, but... Uh, The the, the freaking octopus knew the guard schedule. It figured out the guard schedule. And in between the guards coming by its little tank, it would get out of its tank, go to the neighboring fish tank, eat as many fish as it wanted, and it would be back in its tank by the time the next guard came back. Yeah,
0: because they couldn't figure out why the fish kept coming up missing, so they had to set up a fucking camera.
1: Yeah, and it turns out this octopus was going into the other tank and eating fish at will. And then it would go back into its own tank before the next guard came through because it knew the schedule.
0: That's fucking crazy.
1: They can open jars. If you have something that's inside a jar and you give it to an octopus, that octopus will figure out how to open that jar and get into the jar and get the thing out. I mean, fucking monkeys can't do that.
0: Well, no, monkeys are stupid because that's how they catch them.
1: Yeah, they stick their hand into a jar and they can't pull it out. Well, I've
0: seen them where they had these big dirt mounds and they'll basically dig a hole inside of this mound this big dirt hill that is just wide enough for the monkey to squeeze his hand in and they'll put fruit inside it
1: mm-hmm.
0: well the monkey will reach in there to grab the fruit
1: and make a fist and make a
0: fist and at that point he kiss, his hand won't come out and then these guys will come up and capture the monkeys because the monkeys won't let go of the fruit mm-hmm. they're too stupid to know to let go of the fruit so they can get their hand out. They'll just sit there just like basically yelling trying to pull their hand out mm-hmm. while this person goes over there and grabs them and puts a leash on them wherever the fuck they do, you know? Yeah. I don't know what the hell they do with the monkeys once they catch them. They may be eating them. I don't know.
1: Horrible stuff, probably, because they do terrible things to monkeys. Oh, speaking of monkeys, this is this is a different tangent. We've gone on so many tangents tonight. It's Well,
0: that's what we usually do, isn't
1: it? I'm like good and drunk at this point if you can't tell. Yeah. Um But Elon Musk has Neuralink which is supposed to be the microchip in your brain that's supposed to be allow you to like control your car and your phone and like other stuff Mm -hmm. it has been FDA approved to start trials in humans which is scary as hell because it's killed just about every monkey they've put it in Hmm. so I'm trying to figure out which one of these Elon Musk fanboys is going to sign up to have a microchip put in his brain by the dumbass that can't even run Twitter I don't know and I was watching Young Sheldon the other night and you know Elon Musk has showed up on the Big Bang Theory. Right. He showed up on Elon he, he showed up on uh, Young Sheldon. Oh, did he? And it was not flattering. I don't know if they intended it to not be flattering, but it was not flattering at all because Young Sheldon worked out the math to put a rocket into space and then bring it back. So he worked out the math in 1989 to have that happen, right? Well, when he went to NASA to show them this math, he, he first off, he mailed them his his notes. Right. And nothing was ever said. And then his dad was like, fuck it, we're going to Houston. They need to see this. So they go to Houston. They manage to get into, get an audience with NASA. The guy looks at the math, and he's like, this is revolutionary math that you're doing here, Mr. Nine-Year-Old Sheldon. We just haven't caught up to it yet. We can't do this. We don't have the capability to do this. He's like, okay, call me when you catch up. And he walks out and he's done. And then they show, however many years later, Elon Musk is sitting in his office and somebody calls and says, hey, Time Magazine is here to talk about the rocket that just came back. And he closes this notebook that he has in front of him, and it says Sheldon Cooper's notes, and then has the date on it. Mm. And he says, "Send him in." And he puts that thing in his desk and closes it up. So, not complimentary for Elon Musk because no. it makes it appear as though he stole everything he's done. Yeah. I don't know if Elon Musk realizes that that's what they were saying when they put him in that show, but if he stole a nine-year-old. Math equations. (laughs) That just goes to prove that he can't do anything on his own. Because he's bad at everything. You know he has handlers at SpaceX? Yes. He has handlers that keep him away from the interesting stuff. Yeah. So he doesn't ruin everything. Yeah. Like he's doing at Twitter. Because if he had unfettered access to SpaceX, can you imagine the bullshit he would pull? Anyway. I have run out of stuff to talk about. We are an hour and 23 minutes into this. Can you believe anybody has even made it this far? I'm sure somebody has. Somebody's made it this far.
0: <laughs> Don't know who or why.
1: <laughs> and we love you. <laughs> if you can hear the thumping that's around. Um, <laughs> if you can hear the thumping. That's uh, that's Thomas throwing the ball for the, for the dog. The dog has already t- halfway torn the cover off this ball. Look at him. He's trying to eat it.
0: You got blue shit off that tennis ball everywhere.
1: I know. Little fucker. Little bastard. But those balls don't squeak. He doesn't like them as much. Yeah. But anyway. Uh, I
0: think it's time to wrap it up.
1: Yeah, I think so too. Well, I have enjoyed this week. I have enjoyed this weekend with you. Uh,
0: one thing we do need to mention before we go, uh, we've done Velocipasture and we have done... Lama-geddon. which was off of a suggestion from someone and I believe Lomageddon was a suggestion yes uh there was another one that was suggested was it something about the
1: no the vampire one was not suggested I just want to see that because no, I want no, to see no, the guy no, make the, the cross the
0: Thanksgiving one
1: oh uh Thanksgiving
0: Thanksgiving
1: yeah have to honestly watch that, that was one. not a good movie
0: okay but we'll have to uh if there any other suggestions let us know and we'll we, we, we kind of look through uh after we watched *Lamageddon*, it said you know you get the things that says okay users also watch these movies so you know you like you have Children of the Corn but it's Sharks of the Corn Mm -hmm. and there's all kinds of weird shit that's on there that we may pick one of those out Uh, the Tarantula Lava Volcano whatever Mm -hmm. maybe give that one a shot mm -hmm. but if anybody's got a suggestion of a wonderful b-movie along the lines of the two that we already talked about let us know
1: we would love to watch it and uh give it a ra- what what are we going to give uh or are we going to give it a rating uh one to one okay so on a on a scale of one to velocipastor what would you give this movie
0: and what is velocipastor An, a, five. a five
1: yeah velocipastor was a was a solid five
0: maybe a two and a half stars
1: two and a half stars I'm, I'm gonna say a four for special effects because seriously those were funny as hell
0: that's true oh well if that's how you're doing then I, and I'll give it a full three
1: okay I think that's fair because we want these to be bad movies we're rating them on a scale of badness but they also have to have fun with themselves because they know they're bad that's right. where they get a full five Velocipastors.
0: Well, what got Velocipastor was the car on fire.
1: That was funny as hell.
0: <laughs> and then that awful mannequin head at the end that had the eyebrows when on he was
1: When he was holding it up and screaming, ah! and he screamed for like way too long. <laughs> His blood just coming up from the mannequin. <laughs> That's still my favorite movie that we've done. I, I could watch that movie so many times. <laughs> <laughs> So horrible.
0: Alright, let's wrap it up, wrap it up. We keep <laughs> all saying, right,
1: it. all right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh catch us on all the socials. Um at Cricut Shay on Twitter. Um, Instagram is at Cricut Shea1. Um you can find me on Facebook. You can text me. Um yeah, I am very, very findable. Thomas is not. That's okay. You can get us through me. Um, thank you for joining us this week and we love you. Bye.